0: Hi. It's probably some kind of weather here in Austin, Texas. I just need to clear my throat a little bit about the status of what's going on in America. What we have is we have a low-grade Cold War going on concurrently. There's There's a power struggle between the legitimate government of the United States of America, led by the court's and the two other branches of government, which is the executive branch and the legislative branch, but there is this um, <clears throat> buried element under the the rulership of the executive branch, which is governs the executive agencies. Now, truthfully, all be told, all branches of governments have. the the legislative, the executive, and the court system have have rulership over these agencies, all executive agencies in the executive branch. And that does so include um, self-authoritating agencies who uh, enact proposals, spend tax dollars on operations for their government. Okay Now there is a non-consensus based um, narrative that is put forward by the people who work inside of the government, namely the intelligence agency intelligence agencies area. And what we've discovered this week through the CTIL is that there's just more of this mentality that's per- going forward. It's um, seeing it on its face, how, it is, is really demoralizing for a lot of people because you can present them with proof and facts of their actions and they don't respond normally. Um, and, and you can see that, that people who work consistently on telling the truth, uh, bringing, they work very hard. Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger and, and most journalists who, who enter the field in the traditional forms of journalism to, to propagate news, to tell the truth of a story, who, who care deeply about story, craft, and, and language, and making sure that, that their, their copy editing, their spelling is correct, so that you get the meaning and the conveyance of what they're saying in context of language. This is very frustrating for people who invest the majority of their t- lifetime in telling a true story or what they believe to be a true story at, at the time of the version they have. All they can give you is the version of events that they have. And this is why it is so preposterous to be confronted with people who are not turned by facts and actions and confrontation with live paperwork slides of what they do. They're, they're dealing with a broken character. They're dealing with mental illness. And that's uh, from the looks of it, from the looks of it. And what they're dealing with is bald-faced cynicism and a promise by someone who has no right and lied to them. They were lied to, the people who accept this, no matter what is done or said, you know, no matter what paperwork, you know, the public presents them with, the factual documents, they were promised by someone else who is not you, not the public, and not presumably in power. Uh, namely, an intelligence actor, namely someone who, who made them a promise of some sort to protect them, to ensure they'd stay in power, to, 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 to. And it's not a legitimate promise. They just promise to promise. As long as things stay corrupt, then they can keep it to a certain extent. They can keep this, this illusion, delusion of rulership by lying and that they control any version of the truth because they're in charge. Now that, my friends, that in and of itself is a form of autocracy anyone who seeks to scope the tale based on who they are and the powers of what they say rather than a truth plain truth of the matter is someone who has who's in possession meaning like they have been possessed they're being controlled someone's up their puppet skirt and using them Okay, they are, they are a used object. And I think that the reason why I can say this with, with utter confidence is because TV pundits who are not like the apex of, of human intelligence uh, on the scale of like genius level, um, that sort of thing, they have basic common intelligence. Like their IQ is, is, is normative. They see what you see and and I see what they see uh it's it's on the norm and they think that the people that we're dealing with are in fact stupid stupid okay and this is an important conclusion to to understand because the majority of criminals are right around the IQ point of 85 They're functional morons. That's true. The jails are filled with people who accept lies from other criminals who presume to be smarter. And then they go, okay, well, we'll go with that because this other guy over here, he has blunt force, drugs, and a gun. I better go with that. He's powerful. So the jails are full of people like that. Full. Okay, these are people who grew up in the ghetto, you know, maybe maybe not. Maybe they're from decent middle class families, but they are they do have one thing in common, that 85 or below IQ level, where they're not making a good jump in what is true authority because they've got somebody who looks and acts like they are the smarter. And more superior one without actually confronting facts or the law. That sort of thing. And those people are easy to control because they are what? Stupid. They're stupid. And they're not all stupid. But the ones that are, I would say, of normal or above normal intelligence on the committee hearing that I heard this week for the CTIL um outing you know it was just stunning I I think that I should have probably led with that that typically when I go into these diatribes it's important to (laughs) to give you some lead up there was a hearing this week there was a hearing this week with Matt Taibbi and Matt Schellenberger it was it was precipitous it was just like the story dropped and then there was a hearing and then there was a hearing And so, and in so this hearing, there were there were a, a very clear divides on the issue. Not everyone who was a Republican or necessarily a Democrat was was transmitting as stupid. There were maybe three or four, mostly Democrats, who, when presented with facts, slides, emails, didn't respond in a typical way. And this has been going on for months, but we have, we have evidence. Now we have clear, it's, it's, it's unequivocal. It's plain as day, sitting upright and staring you in the face. This CTIL program reaches for foreign agency to put in censor surveillance upon American citizens. They've got the receipts. They finally have them. Now, the sensation that you have been proxy censored by either European allies or foreign Asian allies or so forth and so on has been in concrete for months, mostly represented in the forms of these NGOs, who get reports from foreign actors. But the censorship industrial complex is very broad, and it's based on the permissibility, and this is important, of mass surveillance. They couldn't do it without permissive and ubiquitous mass surveillance enterprise. Okay? Very important. So... I can see clearly that this is purely frustrating to a lot of people who've been bearing down and dealing with it for a very long time. Um, I am not demoralized, and I'll tell you why. Because for the longest time, what is truly being buried is the fact that we have a tolerance for a criminal agency that we're we're hand feeding them somehow. They're 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 extorting the existing legislature and elected um, office infrastructure. They they they've leveraged threats and extortion. For decades. This has been the, the way that they've maintained some kind of power. If you don't do this, I will I will do this. The House of hard stuff. And Unfortunately, the only people who are really responsible for keeping this going is Washington, D.C. And um, what I heard, this is additional information that's kind of like a, a litmus test of bellwether, a way for you to understand <clears throat> what might be going on. Marsha Blackburn was, was obstructed from getting Uh, ...access to the legal file for the Epstein client list, okay? And this was by Dick Durbin. And she asked, because I'm sure that this was a stunning... uh, You know, clearly this is somebody who was sheltering criminals... ...and people who were pedophiles... ...and people who were doing insidious evil things, okay? There's no one on that list that's a good guy, that's a good person, that's doing good things... You know, maybe for the sake of salt, I'll say that they are doing some good things some of the time, but by characteristic, they have done illegal things, bad things, and things that are probably hurting children and and families. Okay? So, if I, if I'm clear about that, no one on that list is really necessarily a good person. They're not expected to be. And, unfortunately... Some of those people may not be a bad person, but they may be captured, extorted, and are witnesses to crimes that have happened to children. So this is this is the uh, uh, uckity uckity muckity muck 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 muck. This is the bad, the worst of the bad stuff that that is out there. It is the below sewage oily horror that you never want to admit or see or be in the presence of because it's so poisonous and noxious and terrible. It's terrible for the soul. And But here's what I do. I rejoice in what is true. I rejoice in the truth. And what I'm understanding today is that there's corroboration in plain view that there has been coordination with totalitarian regimes like Turkey and China and and other other autocratic regimes all over the planet to enact intelligence agency ligatures on our own government, on you. And they are not to touch you. You are the You are the mm the The target of not touching. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. In the Venn diagram, you are the holy thing for the foreign policy state. They are not to touch you. They are not to interfere. their Their mission of ugly, whatever it is, that we're never supposed to know because it's always classified. It's because it's always dirty. Um. <clears throat> You know, it's presumed that they were the good guys are out there doing a lot of things. There is, there's no way that this is true because these tools are being turned upon the American citizen. We see them what they are, and and this is actually a cry for help. They are begging to be stopped. They are begging like like sloppy cartel members in in drug houses who are sick of the life. They're they're screwing up right and left they're hoping to get caught so that they can be stopped because there's there's no value to the degradation of our nation from within there's no value to it they don't want to see their non-government parents and their relations and their their relatives and the people that they grew up with who were clearly they're just they're just mundane people they're just innocent they don't want to see those people impacted by by Holocaust policy, you know, genocidal aims. Someone wrapping a cord around their throat virtually so that they can never talk. They don't want that. But they're in the middle of doing it. It's like they don't have any control over their hands, I would imagine. They're controlled people. They're controlled operatives. And they have... Made themselves their own cult. And they made an enemy. Out of the American people. And you can clearly see who's on the side. Of this criminal state. Because of the way they behave. Dan Goldman clearly on the side of the criminal state. You can present him with documents all day long. And he's just going to tell you. What a bad person you are. For not. For, not, uh, for, for, for uh, coddling Trump. Even if you never did that. That's that's what, what you get thrown at. That's the garbage they throw at you. Because that's the indoctrination. People who join cults only have one line of defense, and it's never something attached to reality, necessarily. It's just, you know, I have an allegiance to Lord Zigblue on planet uh, Memphis. And... <laughs> And of course, you're you're out of the loop. You don't really know who that is. But you know, when they tell you, "I only take orders from Lord Zigloo, uh, that's exactly how it sounds to you because it makes it zero zero relative sense to to you where you stand and why your rights are being obstructed. It makes zero could be an alien. It might as well be an alien. Um, but I think it's just corrupt criminals. I, I'm gonna stick with my gra- my graft. Archetype. I know that Tucker Carlson released this UFO um, consensus this week, and you know the thing that I have been writing to him for mm, years is that this is graft, and these are criminals who play hide and seek with the black budget so that they can they can really expand <sighs> the balloon payment. For uncontested programs that are just sat in the dark, and then they redirect them for things like mass surveillance and and uh, censorship, and then they can just invent an agency in the middle of the night. And if you don't, if you take out that agency by name, well, we have redundancies. We have databases within databases. We have silos within silos, and they don't. They're not going to get it, because this is like a cult. It's like a criminal cult. The only people who are in power are people that I deal with. You're not in power. You don't have the power. I have the power. And so they hear this over and over again. They're injected with it. It's in their soup. They put it in their perfume. They listen to it in in their headphones when they go to sleep. They... They wake up in the morning, they read, they read the prescribed doctrine while they have their coffee and whatever the, the the deep state told them to eat for breakfast and then you know that's what they that's what they do. It's a lifestyle. And if you don't believe me, I want to flip back to the intercept, probably circa circa twenty fifteen. They hired a guy and I've mentioned this maybe once or twice before, but I'll just mention it again. They hired a guy to write their memos to moralize the fact that they were drone-killing people during the Obama administration and the fact that they were conducting Stasi-level mass surveillance on the American citizen this happened. There was a guy, he was a mediocre writer, I guess, but they hired him to essentially pimp talk the workers at the NSA. I'm pretty sure that Edward Snowden got one of these memos and was like, "I want to to drown myself now." So, if that was my life and I and I was at the NSA, I th- I would I would really start thinking about deeply about my life choices and, you know, what was what is the point of me and how did I get on this earth? and is this really all there is? And you know I would, I would start having deeper questions about my existence as a man or a woman, human animal in the earth. Is this really what I should be doing with my life? Um, because it's a it's a closed circuit of propagandistic rhetoric, ideology and, and lies and lies, okay? They have to justify doing an illegal thing for the greater good, that's that's all it is. And I think we're, we're all pretty sick of what they have to say. Oh no, 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 we have to do this because greater good. Oh no, no, we have to do this because national security, national security. National security is totally fucking meaningless if you're using it to trounce the rights of the American citizen. You are irrelevant, you are meaningless. So the people who kind of are sub-allies and kind of running train for the national security estate, maybe they're informants, maybe they're getting checks on the side, maybe they've got something that they're, they're you know, they're getting real nervous. They're getting real nervous. They're sweating bullets. They're screaming and yelling and having, having breakdowns in the middle of the day because, you know, their gravy train might stop during an inflationary session. And I want to tell you that you don't owe any of those people anything—not kiss not nothing. In fact, the next, the next place that they're gonna go, because this is what what people in cults do, you know. Because I'm not gonna ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do for your own sanity: I want you to go to Netflix or online and look at the nature of people in the thrall of cults, because we're dealing with a cult, okay? Whatever Nancy Pelosi and, and Hillary Clinton say, you know, they have free speech rights too, but I want you to understand what a cult is and does, okay? There's a round robin, an in insular, closed circuit of communication where only doctrine matters. The only doctrine is what they're talking about. Period. Okay? Anything outside of that, we're talking coming from family members, you know, people who used to know them, you know, they don't recognize them anymore because they're being brainwashed. Let's just say it. Brainwashed. Dan Goldman, brainwashed. Stacy Plaskett, obviously brainwashed. You know, and, and you're going to see it. If you confront them... With the live actions of what has been done and all you get is some kind of spool of rhetoric, you're dealing with a cult member. And that's that's real, okay? I don't want you to feel bad about it, but that's the state of play. You're dealing with a cult member. Anybody who you can't, you know, have a normal conversation without them having a, a fucking meltdown. And I mean for real. It's breaking their brain that that you might have something... True to say, different to say. You might even be corroborating part of what they're saying. But the fact that it isn't precisely what they are saying, the way that they are saying it, that is being bestowed from Lord Zigloo in the memo today, um, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> so I might just release this as kind of like the same making podcast. I want you to watch out. For anyone who does this. Okay, just, just be just be kind of reserved. Say like, oh, I'm dealing with a cop member. I'm dealing with a cop member. And so you have to, to treat them differently. You don't dehumanize them, of course. I'm not I'm not saying that you know you take a specific action, but perhaps you should you should measure your the way you interact with them. I'm not saying it is a waste of time, but it might be. Uh, they're not gonna behave normally with you. If you expect public service from somebody who's a cult member, you're, you're not gonna get any public service. That's why I'm telling you this. So when you hit that cult wall, you know, you need to, to recognize that there are people who are not in that cult. You know, when you show them a green circle and they say that's a green circle then okay they've passed one test okay if you show them a government document that presents them with a file of people who have committed child rapes and they're on the US national security payroll they go oh my god we've got to stop this this is crime you're still in the green you show that identical person the same file, and they go, "This isn't real. You are lying. You know, you're just a mad Trump supporter." Blah blah blah, or anything else other than, than you know, you're just trying to catastrophically demoralize the national security state. No no no, this is what it is. This is this is a, a file of stills, of video evidence, of national security operations systematically molesting and breaking down children so they they can make sleeper state agents. This is proof and evidence. And if they give you flack for that, just like they gave Matt Taibbi and Schellenberger live flack on national television this week for presenting them with documents that proved that there was China coordination. (laughs) The China money. The China coordination and Turkish coordination and, and, you know, foreign states we should not be admiring for their lack of freedom with the American people. Um, these are totalitarian states that have bad policies towards their, their public. We do not envy them for the way that they behave. Yet this, you show them this file saying this is happening, We're behaving like Stasi bureaucrats here. And they don't get quiet and go, wow, this is is new information. I better think about it. No, they don't do that. They attack you. And when they attack you, something's up. So I'm going to leave it there. It's been 27 minutes and some, some seconds. This is just a mental health note for today. Because... I care, and there's lots of people who care, and I want you to have sanity, but don't get interrupted by this. You're dealing with some kind of cult stuff. You know, this has been Sheila Dean. This is a vignette for the unsanctioned citizen.